everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Hello Storyteller Podcast. I am, I almost said Meg. I'm not, I'm Melissa. <laughs> and Meg is behind the scenes burning her I tongue think it's on Freaky her Friday. <laughs> it's a Freaky Friday today. I think it is. I think it is. Yeah, I just smashed my hand. <laughs> Wow, this has been a rough start to okay. this Good show. Times. Meg took a sip of her coffee just before we hit record. <laughs> And it was too hot, so she spit it back into her mug, and now her tongue is burnt. <laughs> and yes, I'm going to still drink that coffee. Blah. Blah. <laughs> so gross. I want to dump the whole cup. Uh, it's Dutch Bros. I'm not dumping oh, it. Well, Sorry, maybe, I maybe paid a lot of money for this coffee. <laughs> She's like, no. I'm drinking my back. It's my own germs. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. We're just taking the lid off so now it can cool. There you go. There you go. I took myself, I think I'm going to give myself one day, one work day at a coffee shop every week because I find oh, I'm fun. much more effective when I'm there. Yeah. And my kids have been on vacation this whole past week from school. So it's been a bit of a craziness here. And like we had this weird like stomach thing go through our house. Like two of my kids, like I, it's just, I'm like, can we get a break? Like we had COVID no, at the beginning no of the break. month. You get no, like we one this... week of a break and they're just like, oh, hey, let's be sick again. I'm like, oh, right. Okay, I mean, the upside is that they were already on vacation from school. So that's helpful. <laughs> so they'll go oh, back to school well, next week and be done. Sweet. But my husband took yesterday morning off. And so I was like, I'm out. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> but the go. point being that I could have very easily had a coffee malfunction as well, because this coffee shop that I go to all the time, I got my coffee and I took the lid off to go get, you know, put sugar on my coffee and I tried to get it back on. I thought it was on. And when I picked the cup up, <gasps> no, the top no. popped off and no. I was like, uh, the so worst. I ended up going over to the counter and I was like, Oh, do you have another lid? I said, this one, I can't seem to get to stay on. And she, like the barista was like, I know, I'm so sorry. She said, we ordered new lids and they're like a fraction of an inch too small for the cups. And so now they don't stay on. So I was like looking oh, around the coffee shop and everybody had the tops off their coffee. <gasps> but I was like, thank God big. I knew because I would have dumped that entire coffee all over me. Oh my goodness. That and then I wouldn't have been able to have my morning at the coffee shop. So I'm, oh. yeah, it's fine. It's all, it all, it all worked out though. But yes, okay, I think good. I am going to give myself, you know, one day a week at a coffee shop or at least a couple of hours at a coffee shop, because then I, I bring like a finite amount of things with me to do and I can stay very focused and do yeah. them. Although, so we have several coffee shops in my town, all of which I love, but there's one that has like a better like working space and <clears throat> I <laughs> it's a little sidebar tangent we'll get back onto our topic at hand. But I was there not last week, but the week before, week before, I don't know what day it was. Sometime, some other day this month I was there and they have, you know, they have all these like booths and stuff, but they have this like, like this bar area where you can like sit and plug in. It's like a laptop working station or whatever. And I always feel bad, like taking over like a four person booth if I'm by myself. So I was sitting you at the hog. bar. Jeez. I know, right? more comfortable, <laughs> Spread but... it all. That's mine. It's all mine. It's all mine. I mean, I do that at the bar too. I take up like three different chairs, but it's fine. <laughs> but nobody sit with thing. me i'm a loner <laughs> i know here don't no one talk to me so you would think right you would think i have put myself at the very end of this little bar laptop area i have taken up both chairs on either side of me that should be a pretty clear symbol that i'm not in the mood to chit chat <laughs> and resting bitch face exactly 
I have one of those. So <laughs> as we've talked about on previous episodes. So I think I give off a very sort of like do not approach vibe, which honestly I'm okay with because I'm trying to get shit done. I don't give off that vibe at all. You don't. That's why everybody talks to you. I know. <laughs> Sometimes nobody talks to me. It's delightful. Um, but here is my thing that I was super like annoyed with that day is that there was a man sitting at the same bar as me. Now this bar is pretty long. Like it probably has like 10 or 12, you know, like high back chairs at it. So it's not small. He, there was probably like three or four seats in between the two of us. First of all, he was trying to like suppress a cough the entire time that we were there. Oh, and I'm that's like, annoying. dude, if you need Just to let cough, it out, bro, go. <laughs> or if you really have that much coughing you need to do, don't be here. Okay. Yeah. Like just go home. So there was that, but I, you know, back when I still had my ear pods and knew where they were, I had my ear pods. <laughs> in. It's, it's been a, it's been a thing with the ear pods and Melissa because she cannot find them. And they're in my days. house in the case. But did you know that if your ear pods are in the case to keep them safe, that there is literally no way for you to be able to make them make a sound like you can for, Oh, I don't know your desktop computer or your laptop or your phone or your Apple watch. No, if they convenient. are in the case, you are shit out of luck. So Bye-bye. I have no idea where they are other than that. They are in my house and I cannot find them. That's fine. I've, I'm aggravated, but it's okay. In any case, I have my earpods. <laughs> She's pods. accepted it, friends. Can't you tell? I have not. Um, <laughs> I, I have my earpods in. I had them on noise canceling so that I wouldn't have to hear anybody. And you know, like, when you can tell that someone is looking at you. <laughs> you can feel the burning stare. Yes. So yeah, I was that. there for probably, I don't know, two hours, maybe. The entire time that I was there... This man sitting three to four seats down from me was either looking at me or every I'm not even kidding. I was starting. I I timed him every five to seven minutes. He would get up from his seat. He would walk (laughs) right behind me, circle around. He would go into the where the bathroom area was. He'd be there for about 30 seconds. He'd come back and come back and sit down every five to seven minutes. He was doing Oh, that's awkward. It was so awkward and so uncomfortable. And at one point there was like a menu in between the two of us, nowhere near, like not, it wasn't like I had it in front of me. It was like in between us where like anyone could access it. And of course I have my headphones in my ear pods in, and I can sort of, I have the feeling that he's looking at me and he's going, excuse me, excuse me. And I like turn, I'm like, yeah, he goes, Oh, I'm just going to take this menu. And I'm like, okay. I, but now I'm so uncomfortable. It's the right? only menu in the coffee house. Right. The only one. There was only literally one. a stack of menus <laughs> to his left, but that's the one he needed. I, oh, boy. so, you know, I'm like, now I'm very, as I think most women are right. I'm very aware of my surroundings. I'm very spatially aware. I know where people are. I mm-hmm. know where my exits are. It's also because I'm a six. Like I have to be prepared for all contingencies. So <laughs> I, at some point decided to go up to use the bathroom and as soon as I get in the bathroom, right, I can there and they're two like like single use bathrooms, like they're they're non-gendered, but there's only you know, it's it's one toilet, one sink, like you just there's only one person in there at a time. So I know no no sooner do I get into the bathroom, lock the door, the way the light is coming in to the coffee shop, I can see shadows. So I see feet walking toward the bathroom door. Oh boy. And stop outside of my bathroom door. And I'm like Okay. <laughs> then they walked past into the bathroom. And I said to myself, I said, if I 
go out of this door and this man oh is standing God. in this hallway. I'm getting creep chills I'm literally right going to, like, I'm going to lose it. So I sort of wait a minute. I see the feet walk past the door again and they disappear and I go out. And of course he wasn't there, but I know because I've timed him this entire time <laughs> that it takes about 10 seconds to get from the bathroom to where we were sitting. So it's very possible that it was him. I don't know. Maybe it was somebody else. I'm not sure. Oh, no, we don't know. Dang, we don't know. Come on. But, you left me hanging. But here's the thing, right? So <laughs> I decide. So I see him out of the corner of my eye. Like I had started to sort of like pack up my stuff because I was like, I said, I can't. I'm so distracted. I can't be here anymore. And then, <laughs> then I noticed that he was starting to pack up his stuff. And I was like, no! perfect. I will let him leave and I will stay. Oh. I mean, I'm not mad. I'm not even kidding. He had coat on, zipped, bag over his shoulder. And the second that I opened my laptop back up, he sat down and took everything out of his fucking bag. No. Oh, my God. Creep, creep, creep. <laughs> so Gross. I'm finally like, I'm going to go. So I stayed. <laughs> I don't know. I stayed another 15 minutes or whatever. I started packing up my stuff. I take my AirPods out and he's like, did you get a lot of good work done today? And I looked at him. Ew, and I was like, don't talk to me. <laughs> I'm like, no, not really. And then I just packed up my shit and I left. But oh my gosh. I share that story because don't be that guy. Don't Please be don't. that guy that lurks in creepy. coffee shops, walks too close to people, stares at them while they're trying to get work done, and then tries to strike up casual conversation like you haven't been a creeper the entire time we've been here. Don't be that guy. And I, there is part of me that was like, I should have just gotten up and moved to another part of the coffee shop. Like, I should have felt comfortable enough to do that. But sometimes you just don't feel like you don't feel that way. So no, I would have just left. <laughs> just your PSA to be like, trust your gut. So when I went back there yesterday, I was like, please let this guy be here. He wasn't, oh thankfully, but that's no, my thanks. tangent for the day. It has nothing to do with what we're going to talk about today, which is branding, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for creeping me out officially. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. Awesome. Yeah, it's fine. Well, what, what quick thing before we segue, guess where I am podcasting from today. I know, I know, I know. Hey, my office, my office, my teeny tiny office. Well, Your office slash studio that you've been holding yep. client sessions in. Hey. Yeah, I had one yesterday and it was amazing. Oh my gosh. I was just so in heaven and I got done and I was like, yeah, let's do that again. And yeah, right? like we talked about last week, that's not how I felt many, many years that's ago. That's how you should feel though. That's exactly how you should feel about your job. Yes, it should. Mm -hmm. So uh, I have not I've uploaded, but I haven't gone through those images because there's like 400 plus. <laughs> of course, <laughs> it's really easy to overshoot, especially when people are twirling. So, hey, absolutely. But I'm just uh, again, I'm just super excited that the space is so versatile and my client walked in yesterday and she's like, oh, the space is a lot smaller than I expected because she had seen photos mm. of what I'd done the previous week. And she's like, it's so cool that you can get so many different looks from such a small space. I was like, I know, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so it was really fun. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited to uh, start podcasting here at the studio and just have this be my complete space. I'm even setting up my editing area too. So Excellent. I can just officially be here at any time and just get my shit done because nice. I can't get my shit done at home anymore. It's just not working. No. <laughs> I know. I apologize in advance if it sounds like a herd of elephants is in my house. It's because there is. My children are on break, as I mentioned, for vacation. My office is in the basement. They are above me. And even though they are lean 
skinny children. They <laughs> sound like a herd of elephants because they stomp through my entire house. So I, I've heard it firsthand. I apologize in advance. <laughs> if you ever come to stay with me, that's also what it sounds like because our guest yeah. room's in the basement. Okay. <laughs> but okay. so we sort of we sort of broached this topic last week when I was talking about, you know, we were talking about sort of pivoting and taking on different creative like aspirations. And I was talking about branding sessions. And we wanted to spend a little more time talking about branding sessions because I do think they're a really integral part to any small business owner, not just photographers, but any small business owner. And I've worked with several different types of businesses this past year, not all photography related. And I can see just how beneficial they have been. So we wanted to sort of talk about what they are, what they typically sometimes include, depending on who you're working with. And why you should really be paying attention to your branding and having professional branding photos slash video slash And what media. is branding? We'll touch on that too. Yeah. So I think we're all familiar with the term headshot, right? You think about people that work at a bank, you think about actors, right? You have this shot of you that's typically somewhat formal, shoulders up. You know, you're wearing some sort of, you know, button down shirt or a blouse or something. And it's, you know, it's meant to be your, you know, sort of how you showcase yourself to the to the working world. And those are great. I love a good headshot. But branding sessions are not just headshots, nor are they, I think, the type of headshot that people have in mind when you hear that word. So a branding session is really designed to showcase your brand. And you might be thinking, well, it's just me. <laughs> I just, I just like, it's just, I'm a one person show, but that may be true, but you are running a business, whether your business is photography or whether it's, you know, a holistic practice or whether it's a scientific company or whether it's, you know, a yoga studio or it's a bakery, like you have a product or a service that you are offering to somebody, right? For payment, and you want people to invest in, in what you're doing, invest in your business, invest in your product, invest in your service. You have a brand, whether you think you do or not. And how you showcase that business and the person that runs it is really important. So if you're listening to this podcast right now and you run any sort of small business, if your LinkedIn profile picture, if your Facebook profile picture or Instagram or your business page is, if the pay, if the photos on there were taken with an iPhone or are a selfie or include you and your dog, like those are all things that would sort of be signs to say, hmm, perhaps I should think about a branding session. <laughs> I mean, if you're running a pet focused business, I guess it's okay if your dog's in your photo with you. But Meg, do you want to talk a little bit about branding itself and like that yeah. sort of aspect of it? Yeah, I was, uh, I was thinking about that. So basically I've worked really hard. I'd say like the last two to three years on, uh, branding myself, I guess you can say, and being really cohesive in my aesthetic, my look, my portfolio, my colors, the themes that I bring into my work, the things that I talk about, the fonts that I use, and, and really 
it's, it's, it's trying to describe me in like a cute little package, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was making some notes right now, just trying to break down. Okay, well, what, what elements? And I'd say, give yourself like five, give, give yourself five elements to really break down who you are, what you're about, what you're doing, what you have to offer, and just some personality. So some things about me, I'm rainbows. <laughs> I like to have fun. Uh, I like to inspire other people. I am all about my presets and editing. Um, that's like the service that I sell. And then I'm really about connecting with other people, creatives, photographers, whoever you are. Like I really appreciate making that connection with somebody. So that's a lot of the reason why I'm on social media is because I crave that connection. I know, you know, that's part of my purpose in life is to, to connect with others and make them feel good and hopefully inspire them. And so I've continuously observed my work and what I'm doing. And and again, it's kind of going back to last week where I'm in that pivotal stage where I'm no longer, you know, a stay at home mom. My kids are both now in school full time. So I'm in that, that weird stage, like, what do I do now? So I'm still kind of in the process actually of figuring out where I'm going with my, with my work and what I want to showcase to people. And so I feel like every, I feel that's also why I'm kind of at a standstill uh, and not posting as much right now because I'm pivoting. I'm, I'm changing gears and what I want to do and what I want to offer to people again, you know, doing studio work and taking on clients as well as, uh, running hello storyteller and, and trying to grow that. So I think you just have to sit down and, you know, take the first steps of asking yourself those five questions and coming up with those five elements of who you are and what you want to showcase and what you want people to know about you and what you have to offer. Yeah. And that is sort of the foundation of, of your brand. So being clear on that, and it's not, and it's not to say that your brand can't evolve or it can't change. You can't have multiple brands, but in order for people to understand the value in investing with you, they need to understand what you're about. And those two things go hand in hand. So when it comes to a branding session, one of the things that I really love about branding sessions is that they're completely unique to each person and business that I work with. And because everyone has their own vision for their business, everyone has their own color scheme, everyone has their own sort of like business tagline. Like, so each session is, is completely unique to the person that I'm working with. And I love as a photographer, I, I love that challenge, but there's a lot of aspects to a branding session. And so I will just sort of share what I do and what I know that other photographers around me that offer branding sessions do as well. So if you are someone that provides a service, so like a photographer or, you know, uh, if you have like a yoga practice or you're a hairstylist or anything where you are working with people, I think it's super, super important to have behind the scenes photos and video of you doing what you do. 
And so I offer both photo and video to my clients because I think it's one thing if you have, you know, pictures of you doing your work, pictures of the products that you that you sell. But there is this video aspect to it that I think just adds a different level and a different layer of helping people understand what it's like to work with you and understand what that experience will be like. And that for me is really the crux of a branding session. I want someone to, to, if we've had a branding session together, I want someone to go onto your website and I want them to know what it's going to be like to work with you. What that experience could be for them to be able to see themselves in that space and to have a good understanding of what you do, why you do it and how you do it by, by looking at your website. And so that is always what I'm striving to do in my branding sessions. So there's multiple parts and people can sort of choose what it is they want to include. So like I, I work with a variety of small businesses who just need headshots for their staff. Um, I worked, I partnered with a local college last year and provided headshots for the students for them to be able to use their LinkedIn profile. So if all they need are, you know, sort of like more formal headshots, that's absolutely fine. Happy to do that. But for my branding clients, I really do sort of recommend and say, hey, this is going to be a multi-part process. Like I'm in the, I mentioned last week, I'm in the midst of a branding project right now with a, a studio photographer that's based a little bit north of Boston. So we've had one session together already, and that was a behind the scenes session. So she had a model family, a baby in the studio, and I showed up there and I took behind the scenes photos of her, behind the scenes video of her. We will come back together again next month as she reveals the products because she does in-person sales. And so she provides, um, or the customers, the clients can purchase albums or framed prints or you know whatever it is. So they've ordered their products from her. I will come back for that reveal of when she actually like reveals the final products to her clients. At that same time, I will then do all kinds of stock product shots of the things that she offers in her studio and video. Then we will have um, a session that's just for her. So where we will do what I call lifestyle headshots, which are not your sort of like formal stuffy, you know, solid backdrop type of headshots, but they are meant to really exemplify and showcase your personality and your brand. Because if you are an entrepreneur, if you're a solopreneur, if you are a one person business, you are part of your brand. It doesn't mean that you're the entirety of it, but you are part of it and you're an integral part of it. And you, people need to know who they're working with. It's one thing if you own, you know, if you have like an online, I don't know, like an online Etsy shop and, and you have a product that you have for sale and that is, that's, that's it. That's what you provide. But if you are in a service oriented industry where you are working with people, whether or not you want to, people need to see your face. And so that's the other component of, of our sessions together is doing a, a personal branding session for her, um, where we showcase her in her sort of natural element and environment in a way that showcases her personality um, and helps you get to know her. And so those are sort of like the different aspects of a branding session that I offer to my client. And so at the end of this, she will have a ton of behind the scenes photos of her working with clients of her revealing products to clients, of her products, of herself. And she will also have video. She will get a, you know, a 
two to three minute video of that showcases like the entire experience from start to finish with the clients. And she will also have little sort of like shorter videos that she can share for reels or on her website or things of that nature, because it's just important to have all those things at your disposal to be able to use and recycle and reuse. We've talked about reusing and recycling content before, and that is a hundred percent true for branding things as well. That's why I like to offer a lot of different variety to my clients, um, different settings, different looks, different outfits, different backgrounds so that you can use, reuse, recycle these branding materials over the course of a year. So the, the focus of a branding session should be far more than just getting headshots. So that's a little bit about sort of like how my branding sessions work. And I've worked with, as I mentioned before, with photographers, with people that have holistic practices, with scientific companies who wanted, you know, headshots for their employees, but also wanted, you know, shots of their facility, of their labs, of people working. Like, these are things that are important sort of across all genres of, of work or service oriented industry. Um, we are a very online population right now. Like for example, I'm trying to set a schedule an appointment for my hair <laughs> and of all, like of the six or seven different hair salons that are in my town, only one of them had like photos of their staff, had photos of like the inside of their building, had an, an ability for online booking, gave me a good idea of like what their company was. And of all the ones I looked at, that's the one that I called because I knew about them. The other ones had stock photos and stock photography. So I had no idea what I'd be walking into. And if I'm going to trust someone to do my hair, I sort of want to know what the people look like. I want to know what yeah. the space looks like. So that's something to think about when you're trying to figure out, do I need a branding session? Do I need branding photos? Do I need to, like, what, what sort of, how do you want clients to feel when they get onto your website? I am always operated under the assumption and under the guise that I want all of my clients questions to be answered when they come to my site. So if they had questions in their mind about like, Oh, who is Melissa? Or, you know, what is it like to work with her? Or, you know, like how long will the sessions be? Or how long will it take to get my photos? I want to be able to hit all those questions. I want to be able to hit all those pain points for my clients on my website so that when they get on there, they feel comfortable with the type of experience that they know that they will have with me. And I think having professional photos, professional video of you, what you do, how you do it is so, so incredibly important and necessary. I think if you want to have a successful business. And I think that was even more exemplified in the last couple of years when you couldn't get to face to face with people. Right. And so the only way people knew who you were or what you did is if the information was on your social media or on your website. And that's not changed. I think it just exemplified like, oh, geez, no, nobody like I, if I can't get in front of people, if I can't get face to face with them, how will they know how I do my work? And so if you don't have, you know, professional level photos and or video on your website of you, then that's something I would really sort of think about. And a branding session, I'll be honest, it's an investment. It is. Mm -hmm. 
but I also sort of operate under the under the guise of if you are asking people and expecting people to invest with you, you have to be willing to invest in your own business as well. It can't just be a one-way street. And branding sessions, I think, are an investment that that pays you dividends, to be honest, because the more that you can get your product and your work and your business out in front of people in a way that meets them where they are, which in our day and age and our time is via social media, the better and easier it becomes for you to be able to gain new clients and new customers. And we're, you know, we're a visual group, not just as photographers, but just people in general. And so really sort of putting some time aside and putting some money aside for you to invest in a branding session for your business, regardless of what it is that you do, I think is, is really important. I agree. Yeah, no, I agree. You have to have something that, that represents you, you know, and Mm -hmm. I think you as a business owner have to understand that yourself before you can really ask people to invest in you and, and, you know, buy from you or, or whatever service you're providing. So, yeah. And what we can do too, is we can link in the show notes, some examples of what the, that those types of branding sessions look like. And I'll throw out there that, you know, I'm always willing, always willing and eager to travel. <laughs> Good. When can I book you again for California? I'll be there I need branding. I'll be there I don't want to do it myself. <laughs> That's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll find a time. I'll come out. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So if you are someone that has been looking for a branding session, obviously I'm more than happy to come travel wherever, but you can also, you know, reach out and look in, in your town too and, and see who offers branding sessions and see if their style is what you like is what you are hoping for. And I'll, I'll provide you guys a couple of different examples of different businesses I've worked with that have wildly different sort of had wildly different outcomes because the brands are different. So they should look different. Like if I'm working with, like, I'll talk about my friend uh, Isabel that I did a branding session for last year. She was very like bright, white, sparkly. Like that was her brand. So that's what her branding photos reflect. I worked with, um, you know, with a a woman who runs her own holistic practice. And that was very sort of like the the space was darker. It was a little bit more moody. And that's how her photos came out because that reflects and represents her brand. So as you're researching potential photographers to work with for your brand, it shouldn't all look the same. Because if it all looks the same, then it's representing the photographer's brand and not the business's brand. So... I know sometimes we look for that sort of cohesive aesthetic (laughs) when we're picking a photographer, but when it comes to a branding photographer specifically, you should be able to see the differentiation between the brands and the people that they've worked with, because that means that they are paying attention to and listening to and working really hard to reflect the, the personality of the, of the business owner and the, and the business itself in the work versus like putting their own aesthetic first. I don't know if that makes sense, but No, it Um, does. But I think specifically for branding photographers, that's an important, like you should ask to see a variety of their work to see how they've represented different businesses in the same way that you would, if you were looking for like a web designer, for example, you'd want to see different examples of their work because you don't want your website and someone else's website to look exactly the same, just have different names on it and needs to reflect you. So those are important questions and things I think to look at, you know, as you're trying to, and if you haven't ever, 
you know, I think sometimes people hear the word brand and they think, oh, it's the font that's used for my logo and it's the colors. That is one, one, I would say very superficial component of having a brand. It really comes down to your, your message, as Meg was saying, your vision, who you are, how do you want to be represented? How do you want to be understood? And everything on your social media, everything on your website is going to reflect your brand. And so that comes down to copy. It comes down to client experience. It comes down to in-person conversations. Like, so it is so much more than just a font and brand colors. Those are important to have there. It's, it's good to have that sort of cohesiveness, but it's not, that's not where it begins and ends. If that makes sense. Like there's so much, many more levels to it and so so much more depth to it than just those things. And I think that is sort of like knee jerk what we think of when we hear the word brand. So just to sort of keep that in mind as well. Yes, indeedy. So I would also throw out there too that, so we've talked about Britt and Kelsey on this podcast before they are, their company is Launcher Daydream and they are brilliant web and brand designers. And we've worked with them for the Hello Storyteller website. (laughs) I've worked with them for two of my websites. I have several, many other friends that have worked with them as well. Privately as well. Yep. They're fabulous. They're fabulous. And they do specifically work with photographers. So I will put that piece of it out there. But we also have three courses um, that they have put together that talk about sort of this branding aspect of things. So there's an identifying communicating your niche. There's a find and market to your dream clients and there's converting your clients and your website. And all of those things are going to come down and circle back around to your brand. So if you are someone that's like, I don't even know where to start. We'll link their courses below in the show notes, but I would start there because they're going to give you a great foundation to sort of figure out like, how, how do I like, ultimately that's what we're trying to do, right? We're trying to communicate what we do. We're trying to find clients and we're trying to convert those clients. And all of that is going to come back down to, you know, your brand and how you're representing yourself and your business. So if you are like, I don't even know where to start. I'm not even sure how to do any of this branding stuff. I would really, really recommend those three courses. And then once you've had a chance to lay that foundational work, then look into the branding session because you can't have the branding session without a brand. (laughs) Or I would say it wouldn't be a really worthwhile investment if you're not really clear on what you do and how you do it and how you want to communicate that to other people. So that needs to get in place first, then the branding session comes. So, and I will say that that's the majority of what my clients have been doing. Like they are in a branding process or a rebranding process and they reach out to me and we sort of schedule a time to work together that's t- closer to the end of that process so that we really know like this is where we've landed this is where you are this is how you're going to move forward with your business and your brand and now we can do the branding session if someone says to me listen i haven't really identified my brand then i'm very transparent and say that this isn't the best time to do a branding session if you want a couple of headshots that's fine i can do that for you but to invest the type of of money into a branding session that that it requires it's a waste of an investment if you haven't figured out that other part first. So let's do that first and then we can do the branding session. So there is sort of an order to these things, but, but starting with the courses in our Academy from Launcher Daydream is a fantastic place to begin. And Britt and Kelsey are also available to, you know, to work if you are a photographer to work with, if you really do need help with your website as well. So I'll throw that little plug out there. 
And they're like crazy wizards because somehow they took this very abstract sort of like idea vision I had in my brain and that I could never like figure out how to articulate and then made it into a website. So I don't know if they have like, I don't know, ability to like see directly into your brain. I'm not sure, but they're amazing to work with. And because they only work with photographers, they really know what they're doing in that genre. So I'll throw that out there as well, that if you're looking for a website rebrand, rebuild, there are go-to ladies. So I hope that was helpful. It's helpful for me. Excellent. I learned something. Perfect. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I learned that I want you to come out to California and brand me. I will. I'll brand you. <laughs> brand me, baby. <laughs> I'll brand you. We'll, we'll figure out a time and I'll, I'll come out. We'll come back. I'll come back out and we'll do it again. I wonder how many yeah, trips to California I'm going to be allowed to make this year. <laughs> um, I'll talk to Dave and it will you be You talk fine. to Dave. That, that's okay. how this will work. Perfect. Me and Dave are friends. It'll be fine. <laughs> I think. <laughs> yeah, you are friends. He likes you. Oh, good. <laughs> awesome. You've met him before. You were here. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's sort of what we had to chat about today. We wanted to keep it short and sweet and sort of to the point. Resources that we talked about in the show today will be linked below. and. Yeah. Otherwise, enjoy the rest of your day, friends. Hang yeah. in there. Spring's coming, in, allegedly. Hopefully you have some sunshine. If not, I'll send you some. I take a daily sunrise photo. If you need some sunrise, send me a message and I'll send it to you. Yeah, Meg will send you some sun. I only have snow, so I can't help anybody feel better about spring. But mm. Meg can send you I helped you yesterday. It. You did. I appreciate that. You did send me <laughs> I some I hope sunshine. it made you smile. It did. It hit me right at the <laughs> right time. Because I was okay. like... This is great because we had it was like almost 70 degrees here on Wednesday. What? Uh-huh. Like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday nice. is getting warmer and warmer and warmer. That's all the snow was gone. Here. All the ice was gone. And then because Mark is a March is a we're not in March yet, but we're almost there. And if everybody getting in March is just the most depressing time to live in mm -hmm. New England because you get this like fake spring. And you think to yourself ah. like this could be it. like maybe this the snow is behind us. And then I'm not even kidding you. In the course of an hour or like an hour and a half, we dropped 48 degrees. Oh, like I just got all, chills just thinking about it. All the doors in my house were open and I was like, why is it so cold in here? And I like asked Google what the temperature was and it was like, it feels like 17. And I'm like, it was 70. <laughs> what the heck? Like literally no. an hour ago, it was 70 and now it feels like 17 degrees. This is, and oh now we have like six inch. I don't know. I don't even know how much snow we have outside because I haven't actually looked out the window because I don't want to be any more depressed than I already am about the weather. So we have somewhere between three and 12 inches of snow outside right now. And I don't know how much, and that's fine. I don't really care. So it's fine. It'll yeah. melt, right? Yeah. At some point. <laughs> but I'm yeah. going to California in a week from Monday where it's going to be in the Yay! 70s. So all I have to do is make it six more days. <laughs> My God goodness hurry Woo. up i'm gonna be down there that weekend but i think we're gonna miss each other i know Sorry. i know why is your wedding have to be on a monday <sighs> you know because weekday that's weird <laughs> weekday elopements friend that's where they're at love myself a good so. weekday elopement it's perfect yeah that awesome. does sound perfect actually i know right no crowds no, no. perfect awesome yep highly recommend all right well on that note have a lovely rest of your day and we will see you all next week bye everybody bye. Bye, friends.